2: Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Who Pets Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at WhoPetsPod.com. fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there that lists all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast plus if you can like share subscribe right there especially for you youtube followers right down there right below laker tom you see laker tom subscribe right below Laker Tom right there for you. Be one of our many subscribers that we have already. And if you do, we truly appreciate it. Plus also, if you can like, share, subscribe, support, or do anything that you can to help us out at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we're covering the latest news and trends in pop culture, including a mega episode on Monday covering not only Vince McMahon retiring from the WWE, but Marvel announced its phase four, phase five, And Phase 6, a great deal of it, yesterday at Comic-Con. And we cover it all for you on the Monday episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos. Plus as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and of course right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Our good friends, which you see right next to me, right here, right there, right there, at Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversations today and read the great articles, the Five Things articles from Jamie Sweet and the great articles from Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com, be part of the great conversations at LakersBall.com. Joe Sorrell, who is normally here, is actually probably hovering around LakersBall.com in one of the many groups that's there, so please go ahead and support them today, and our good friends at the Hoop Has Podcast Network, who does a great job in supporting great NBA podcasts like ours, if you could do all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Welcome again to one of our great shows, our great episodes. Big shout out to Josh who sent us an email saying, Can you guys go on every now and then a little bit earlier? So, you know what? Every now and then we are going to try to go on a little bit earlier for our friends on the East Coast that do enjoy our show. That just shows you the range and the kind of audience that we're getting worldwide. We've gotten responses from everyone all over and it is greatly appreciated. And we do listen here at the Lakers Fast Break and try to accommodate when we can. So, We're here a little bit earlier this evening. We truly appreciate it to cover the things that most podcasts right now for the NBA are now off. They're on vacation. They're now relaxing. They're having fun. But there's always stuff to talk about. There's never a break for the NBA. There's never not enough things to talk about when it concerns the NBA and the Lakers fast break. But we are doing a lot of great things here on the show but I will say right now, thank you so much for watching and listening to this The Lakers Fast Break. Jeff Green says, do you guys put out anything in advance so when we know you can come on? I will start. <laughs> First off, I'm going to be straight up with every one of you guys. It is so hard scheduling with these guys because they all have different schedules, their oh. so work schedules like, and all that. My work and family schedule as well. But I will tell you what. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom's Tom. retired. Tom is retired. So That's he's like basically, ready. yes. But. I will say after I will go ahead, Jeff I will try to when I can, I will try during the course of the summer and also after the post games, we'll try to go ahead and schedule and go ahead and alert our subscribers. So if you subscribe to us, we will go ahead and alert you guys as well when we're going to have upcoming shows whenever we can. We might do spot shows still on the occasion. In fact, you know what we are going to try to accommodate our viewers as best we can on that right here at the Lakers Fastbreak podcast. But the subject right now, the main important thing that we're here is the Russell Westbrook saga continues. The Russell Westbrook, I guess, uh, the just continuing soap opera that is Russell Westbrook as the Russell Westbrook turns is still continuing on. And with everything going on there, the stuff that you're hearing, the innuendo, the rumors, the reports, LeBron doesn't want to ever play with Russell Westbrook again. And they, of course, they had the call that. The conference call that was reported by Yahoo Sports in regards to the supposed mending of the fences between AD, Russ, and LeBron. And, of course, the diss at the summer league game, depending on who you hear, shortly thereafter or shortly before. So you're hearing all this stuff that's going down. Right now, it's becoming more toxic than ever. Of course, Russ firing his agent last week also didn't help matters. So there's a lot to talk about here when it concerns the Russell Westbrook saga. But really, when it comes right down to it, how bad has this saga really gone to? And that just really is getting to the point where it's starting to become a distraction. And if it gets into training camp, I agree with Laker, Tom. I agree with Joe Sorrell. I'm hoping that he will not be on the roster simply because of the fact that this situation has gotten so toxic that it's just not going to be in good things for the Lakers, especially to start off the season with. If there's that much divisiveness, if there's that much hatred. And Darvin Ham on a recent podcast even mentioned cryptically that you don't want guys here that don't want to be part of the team basically paraphrasing him now so that tells me right there that even he and his positivity for towards finding a role <laughs> towards finding a role for <laughs> Russell Westbrook is looking even worse and worse but is there a team that wants to trade for Russell Westbrook the one team well, you keep saying yes, but the thing is, in order right. to do so, the Lakers have to unload not one, but reportedly up to Here two. You go. Here you go. Yep. Here those goes. those two those Let's two take it. Let me big take draft it. tricks. Well Why those two those two big draft choices, the 27 and 29, purportedly have to be on the trading block in order for this deal to get done. Will that happen? So we're going to talk about these subjects, plus Austin Reeves. He is wanting to drop his AR-15 name, which I agree with because of the certain circumstances we have in the world here. Plus also as well, he doesn't really like the Hillbilly Kobe adaptation as well. So we're going to go ahead and try and see if we can think of a name for him. But guys, it is first off the Russell Westbrook saga. It has become very toxic. It has become very very annoying for Lakers fans out there. I mean, yeah, that's great for Scuttlebutt right now during a downtime in the offseason. But if this continues it's, as Tom goes and gets a beer or a right. Coke. Actually, it's a it's got to be a Coke. It's got to be a Coke for uh, Laker. No, Tom. It's, yeah, Coke. Gotta, it's, it's always a Coke for Laker. Tom. It's, never, it's never beer. I've been doing these things for years now with you guys. I'm starting to know the trends. But right, right now, it has become very toxic. For Lakers fans out there, it's okay right now as far as for the podcast, for the shows, and all that stuff that we can do to talk about are the ones that are still staying on the air and not on vacation. But come September, come October, come training camp time, this is not going to be good if it continues down this road. And here today to talk first off about the Russell Westbrook saga. First man here, first man up. He's a good man indeed, a man who I'm hoping will feel better I'm really rooting for him. I'm so sorry that he's continuing to still have issues and concerns with well, the dreaded virus, which we all know what it is. We don't want to say what it is, but it's remi- mm. it's it, it you know it sounds like Movid, but we you know we'll go from there. <laughs> but good man indeed it is man. You got to check out every time out at five things his five things articles at LakerHolics.com. It is Jamie Sweet again. Hoping you get back up about really soon, my friend. I know you love being in your daughter's room. That's, no, that's great. great. But I want to hear your thoughts on the Russell Westbrook saga. Yes, great art. Got even more great art for everybody to check out today. But first off, your thoughts on the Russell Westbrook to, 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 to today.
1: saga. Thank you, Gerald. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been trapped in here for uh, since Tuesday. So I've steadily moved into my kid's room. Got some computers, got my banjo. Uh, pretty soon, I'm going to start bringing in my woodworking set. Well, the only thing I would say backwards.
2: would be bad is if you're you finally test uh, negative, and your daughter wants to come back into the room. Dad, can I have my room now? And you say no. I'm cool.
1: I mean, my wife probably would be a little annoyed at that. I'm not going to lie. That <laughs> may signal the end of the marriage. So I'm probably going to move out when the time is right. Okay. Good. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah, smart no, man happy wife, happy life. That is the, uh, there's a reason that's a true, it's a true Happy life. daughter, happy life, all of the above D all of the above. So um, this started last season, right? This This is this, this level of uh, annoyance and paranoia and, 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 and desperation uh, around the Lakers is, is not, indicative of just now it's it's been growing and continuing on since you know Mm -hmm. training camp of last season when we went over and then when we stumbled out of the gate and then when we got healthy-ish but still couldn't win and then when the ad went down you know it's just it's just been snowballing for well over a year now this is a year in the making this 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 media duke storm around the lakers that just dumps dumps and dumps and dumps and dumps You know, it's so funny. Everything is, you know, somebody close to or a source within or yada, yada, yada. Very rarely have I heard anything that LeBron has actually said. AD came out and said, we're coming back with a vengeance. That's like one of the most concrete things one of the three of them has actually said out in the real world for reals. That's all he said. We're coming back with the vengeance. That's it. No ultimatum. No this guy or that guy or, oh, I could never play with Russ. None of that. Actually, you really... To be honest, the closest that I can see to any kind of... of LeBron's the only one with his Instagram posts. If you follow LeBron on Instagram, you will see him every once in a while post a fake trade with saying the percentage of your battery is the chance that this will happen, which is in essence a joke, right? He's making a joke. He's making... He's using this time to make a joke, probably to try to lighten the situation, but nobody's buying it. Nobody wants to believe that Everything can work out between those three because it is on the court a pretty bad fit. I don't think anybody can deny that specifically under Vogel. I don't know what Darvin Ham would do differently. Uh, We haven't seen what he would do differently. We don't know what he would do differently, how he would use Russ in a different position in a different way. If he would five out around Russ and let Russ attack and create, if he would put Russ in the dunker spot, we don't know how Darvin Ham will use Russell Westbrook. Should Russell Westbrook be on the team? When training camp uh, begins, it's all hypothetical and whatnot. What is for real is that this is the most boring part of the NBA and there is nothing the NBA media and the global basketball world likes more than to crap on the Lakers crap on LeBron James and just kind of take pot shots whenever they can. It doesn't happen a lot. Uh, This is one of those times where you just, you know, you can't miss all you got to do is type something in kablooey up, up it blows. And so this is the time of the year where I actually tend to tune most of it out. Um, do I think it odd that LeBron and a, uh, and Russ didn't talk at all during a single summer league game? Yeah, I think it's kind of odd. Do I think it's a harbinger of them never sharing the basketball floor again? No, no, I don't think that at all. I think that, you know, I think that Russ is on a PR tour. Right now, or was during summer league. He, he was the only he was the only player from the roster who showed up to be around the summer league team. He was the only player from the roster of import who showed up for Ham's press conference. So those are the things I actually take to the bank a little more than Joe Schmo media NBA insider. What yada yada? You know, posting on hoopsanalysis.world. dot world. Anybody can say anything they want right now. And everybody is saying anything they want right now. And that's why it just sounds like so much, it's just a cacophony of BS, in my opinion. Now, there is a level of it that has to be true because Russ did not play well last season. The Lakers did not play well last season. Um, so to that degree, yes, there there's work to be done. And there is, a, I think, I, I, and I've been saying it for a while now, I think there's a 50-50 chance that Russ is traded by the trading deadline. I think that percentage is a lot lower than it happens this summer. I think there's a pretty good like 70%, 80% chance that Russell will be on the roster
2: come camp. I'm just going to say for the record, people don't want I, to hear.
1: I know people don't want to hear that. I know that that's like a very you know. Well, no,
2: but I was agreeing with you in that assessment. But I am now because of the toxicity of what's gone on. I'm kind of. I don't see it as toxic. Who's who's said anything toxic of substance? Well, I just see the reports, the rumors. But it's not horrible. real news. It's not. It's not. And I don't want
1: to say fake news, but it's not. It's not substantiated. It's not good journalism. Let's put it that way. It's unsubstantiated BS, and that's it's fine if that's what people want to base their opinion of the state of the team on. That's their prerogative. I'm not here to tell people how to think. I'm not here to tell people what to think. I'm telling you what I think, which is I find it to be unsubstantiated BS. Statements that were
2: made by Russell Westbrook's agent upon his breakup with Russell Westbrook. Break
1: it down. What is it? It's, 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 it's essentially endorsing the value of Russell Westbrook. That's it. Is it throwing Russ under the bus? No. Is it saying that Russ has done all these terrible things? No. no, is it, is it Russell Rustbrook treating me badly or is, 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 is selling the Lakers short? No, it's don't diminish your value. Don't, not even that. Don't, Lakers, don't diminish Russell's value by attaching multiple draft assets to him in a trade. That's it. That's what that statement says to me. It doesn't say anything else. Everything else is conjecture and, and projection. And And like I said, that's fine. If people want to call that journalism, and let's put it this, let's put it this way, that is basically what journalism these is these days. Then that's wonderful. Feel free to to, to buy in wholeheartedly and 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 create a world a worldview based around that ball of crap. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I refuse to do that. And until substantiated, something or other comes out from anybody who import, I mean, the only statements you have are that Rob says he's going to explore the trade market for us, which he's done. And they will welcome Russell Westbrook back with open arms if he's still on the team. Does that make Russell happy? I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure he would love to be loved. Who doesn't love to be loved? Everybody loves to be loved. That's a universal truth. But this idea that, like, there's this disastrous, toxic Avenger relationship that's going to come out of the closet and just annihilate the Lakers season before it even begins
2: is just, to me, absurd. Okay. Just checking. Just wanted (laughs) to make sure. That's all I got,
1: baby. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
2: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theater's was the last Skywalker? i know condolences to me oh, so, wow man right. I, I just had talked about that and i completely forgot that i saw that movie yes <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that speak great things about it i suppose that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts So stop by and be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com. Before I hit up Laker Tom, Jeff Green noted in that there's no excuse for Russ not to set screens for LBJ. Is he not getting paid enough to set those screens at 47.1 million? I would put the same onus on LeBron and AD. Uh, that's true, but again, with Russell Westbrook, his game, you know, where it's at, you know, at the age of 34 in today's NBA, he has to go ahead and change because he is not at the player that he once was. It's evident. It's clear. It's statistical analysis from analysis, what, uh, NBA.world, whatever site that you actually are laying claim to. I don't know which one ever you mentioned, exactly. but Yeah, I know somebody is probably laying claim to it after you said it. But I want to say that, again, $47 million plus, it's just a point where you have to go ahead and do whatever it takes to go ahead and, and play and do for this team. I, I understand people were like getting up at it as far as what Darvin Ham was saying about, oh yeah, put him in the corner. He's a 45% shooter. We're talking about under 10 three pointers that he took no, all season from the right. corner. Yeah. Four out of nine. Okay. Yes, that is 45%, but that's only nine tries from right. the corner. Not, so this is not, this is not strategy. Yeah. He is statistically one of the worst three point shooters of all time with the amount of takes that he's made. So I, you know, you've I got think it. if you're going to keep well, let's not get into what how we
1: would use Russ right now. Let's let the other guys chime in, but yeah, I will absolutely. just say
2: this as my I will just say this as
1: a, as a closing, whatever you want to call it. That I think that you have to you have to guard against the uh, the what happened before.
2: Hmm.
1: This is going to be different. Okay, that doesn't cool. mean that Russ is going to be different. Darvin Ham is going to be different. And you have to let him be different. You can't say, oh, he's going to be a great coach, but this isn't going to work without ever even seeing it. That's That That, that to me doesn't make sense. Now, listen, hey, for us as an on the team, when, when the season starts, it's a different ballgame. That means the Lakers found a good trade, a smart trade, a trade that actually improves the team and doesn't sabotage the future. Those three conditions can be met. That's fantastic. Wonderful. And good job, Rob Polinka. Way to not get fired this
2: summer. That's That's how I see it. Also here today to talk about what's going on with this continuing Westbrook saga. Is a good man indeed that actually Jamie wants to deny is happening? Is <laughs> I don't want to deny it's happening. I just don't believe it's
1: to the intensity that everybody okay, seems to um... all
2: right, all right. That the level at the level that it is that is, is more that? accurate. Thank you. Okay, fair you go. Accurate reporting, indeed. But also, That's good man have. here today is part of the Lakerholics experience. Thank He's you, the man Matt. behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom as blue magic is saying to us that the most toxic aspect about the Westbrook saga is the toxic workplace that Westbrook is walking into after getting the bronze and AD's endorsement. Both have been evading blame for the trade. You're right. Everybody's got there. The Lakers organization as a whole from players on up that all wanted this Westbrook trade. All have got to be blamed for it. You know, they've all got to take some of the hit for this. I understand. None of that, none of that matters
0: at this point in time, Gerald. You're talking about ancient history.
2: Well, I mean, it's some people eat. are still bringing it up. So. Yeah, they,
0: they can bring it up all they want. And and everybody who bought into the whole Westbrook situation at the start made a mistake. I was one of the people that I wasn't in favor of the trade initially. But like most things, I'll look at it positively and, and basically went out there and, and argued as many ways as I could that there was ways that this could work out. Unfortunately, despite everybody's optimism, the belief that LeBron was smart enough to make anything work, a coach that we all thought was a good head coach, but just basically seemed to have totally lost control of keeping keeping all of the players accountable on defense. But it all really comes down to Russell Westbrook's pride and refusal to change how he plays, even though almost everybody can see, both in the eye test and the stat test, that he has lost a lot of the explosiveness that he used to have. Rarely dunks the ball anymore. His shooting has become more erratic. The turnovers have become more erratic. Um, and his play was totally disheartening for anybody else who was on the court with him. You could see guys just totally uh, just lose it, you know, when when he turned the ball over at a critical time or take a completely ill-advised shot or or make a pass that didn't make any sense or dribble a ball off his knee or something. You know, the, the worst thing about this is that Russ is going to, this is going to tarnish his whole career. And he's had a marvelous career. You know, there was a point where he was totally a, you talk about Steph Curry's shooting, changing the game. Russ, Russ for a period of time there, was changing everything about basketball. Um, and he was one of my favorite players. So I hate to see a situation where, where a lot of people see me as being a villain for wanting to, get Russ out of that locker room and not wanting to see him wear a purple and a purple and gold jersey ever again. I think the good news is that the bad news is that I'm not as sure that a trade is going to happen with Russ than it was a couple of weeks ago, you know, and it's very possible that the Lakers missed an opportunity to trade for it. I hope that August 4th will basically bring about some resolution to the whole situation, because then that's the date when, LeBron and, and the Lakers management can talk about an extension. I do find it odd that if you're to believe everything that you hear, LeBron and the Lakers haven't talked about this because it's illegal and it would be tampering. Whether you believe that or not, uh, you know, I find it hard to believe. But the one thing that does give it some credence is that there certainly seems to be a difference of opinion between the Lakers and LeBron of the value of the draft picks. And it's silly because the draft picks in the end aren't really going to be the story because the difference between giving a second-round draft pick and, and a lot of other alternatives that the team can offer that, that another team might be interested in, including money, additional second pounds, Pick swaps, you know. There's a variety of different ways, or a lot of protections on the on the on the picks, so that they really get postponed and so forth. So I think that there's still a lot of room between the Lakers and the Nets, and the Lakers and the Pacers, and I don't think the Lakers have pushed any of those discussions into the in negotiating stage where anybody's getting close to making their final offer. But I do think it's good news that there at least appear to be two teams that candidates to trade for Russell Westbrook it could very well have been five teams and it could very well end up being five teams but it could also end up being zero teams. I'm probably sitting right on a 75 25 ratio now of thinking a trade will get made before training camp 75 percent um, but I'm a firm believer if there is no trade made that that Russell Westbrook will sit the Lakers will not put him on the roster will not bring him to camp and will not allow him to be a cancer on this team.
2: I think also, as well, August 4th will be a defining date. or be a defining that time. date. Yeah. If, if LeBron sends a message and doesn't sign that that extension, mm-hmm. uh, if it's offered to him, and then he says why he's not going ahead and signing that extension, you know, behind the scenes to Rob Palenka and Jeannie Bus, then we really have a, 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 even a greater impetus to go ahead and move russell westbrook or at least they will it i think in order to go ahead and do so what apprehensions they have as far as the draft picks either giving away one or both well i think will alleviate itself if he doesn't sign that extension but jamie this is continuing something you and Laker tom seem to be as always or at least not most always of the time. Oh, okay most of the time that you guys <laughs> seem to be on opposite ends on this russell westbrook saga about when he gets rid of or when he's gone from the actual team I think the problem is, though. According we agree to reports, with
0: about we agree about eighty percent of this stuff. It's yeah, exactly. The I, we don't
2: I, it, agree don't, with. Tom I, the, well, I was just say the right. comments on Lakerholics.com do not lie, and I'll just say well because
1: that. We can't, you can't just glad hand each other and agree all the time. Then nobody's gonna get nobody's gonna get fired up and debate.
2: Yeah, all right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I will say right now, when it comes to <laughs> how they're going to go ahead and trade or why he's not traded. A lot of the holdup, according to reports, seem to be on the amount of compensation that they get along with it, whether it's Indiana for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner or whether it's for Kyrie Irving and Brooklyn. I'm assuming that these teams going in, and I would do that too. I would ask for both the Lakers' 27 to 29 picks plus the Russell Westbrook contract. I mean, you would be so not would doing, yeah, not you would be not doing your team justice if you didn't go in and ask for it and hold your ground on it because there's it's no totally action. Right? picks. Yeah, there's there's no action going on the rails. There's not a huge marketplace. For yeah. Well, if you want to yep. throw that in as well, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But your thoughts on this? I mean, this ultimately, I think, will have to come to a point where what does the Lakers? What do the Lakers want to give up in order to go ahead and move Russell Westbrook on from the team?
1: I can tell you, it's not that much. Uh, if they, they don't. So, so it's. I think this conversation has to start with, with some facts. One, the Lakers have seven tradable contracts: Stanley Johnson, Wendy and Gabriel. Austin Reeves, Tht, none, eight actually. Uh, LeBron, who's not really going to be traded. Ad is not really going to be traded, and Russell. Pretty sure that's it. Those are the eight contracts we can trade. Most of those are for basically the veteran minimum. None uh, makes I think 5.3, 5.3, right? Yeah, yeah. five three, and Tht makes ten, which is why they're often you know lumped into hey we're going to trade these guys for sure. Because uh, they're 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 broken down in nice nice convenient pieces. On top of that, the Lakers have two tradable draft picks, twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine. That is not the only draft picks they are in possession of. They are in possession of either twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five, New Orleans choice. They're not going to choose right now. They're going to wait till the end of next season. So the both of those are off the table. And, and because they're holding 2025, they're kind of holding 2026 hostage because we can't trade back-to-back picks in season. It's the kind of the caveat here. Uh, no matter what, doesn't matter what you want to do. If you traded 2025, can't trade 2024 until, or I'm sorry, can't trade 2026 until draft day. Stop's going to work. So with that in mind, with that in mind, There's only two assets that the Lakers can trade in season, not just this year, but until 2026. Those are two tools that the Lakers kind of can't just throw away in a Russell Westbrook or especially in THT and Nun deal, which is why those deals aren't, you know, all those fake trades you saw from various, you know, NBA.hoop.net, uh, and dot world uh, don't yeah. forget your dot world. Dot, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and like oh, that. yeah, and, and don't forget poops McGee dot world McFun. All these fake trades, like, oh, well, there's throw drop pickings. Right? That's like saying, like, we've got that's like you're on the Titanic and you've got uh, two life rafts, and you're like, you know what, just throw those on the boat, too. Why not? Who cares? Right? What's two more people? What's two more people in the grand scheme of the Titanic going down, right? And that's how you really should look at those draft picks. They're not just the two things that the Lakers can use. They're the two tradable tools that the Lakers can use for the next three years. Three years. It's a long time. So, yeah, I can see Tom kind of shrugging over there, like, oh, well, whatever. whatever." But but remember, that's if something goes wrong in the middle of the season. That's if LeBron leaves. That's all of these things. All of these things can very well happen. You throw those tools away now, they're gone. That's it. To get rid of one guy who's gone next summer. Are you telling me that the number one franchise in the entire world specifically basketball, but possibly of all sports ever can't handle one disgruntled employee for eight months. Is that, will he, will he is, that 20, is that, that the you right where the else. Lakers are at? Is that where the Lakers are at right now? Because if that's where the Lakers are at, it's done. You might as well throw it all away. Trade it all away now. Because this is where this is where I kind of draw a line. I'm like why should we why should we include those when we're the one who's going to have the biggest expiring chip? Let it expire. Darwin came into this situation, eyes wide open. Rob Palinka and Genie know the situation. Everybody, nobody's confused right now. Nobody's like, well, I don't know. How do That's we why get here? trying
0: to trade him? It, of course they're trying to trade him, but they're trying wrong.
1: to do it smartly for once. They're trying yeah. to do it smartly for once. And this is why the ND was reported as dead.
0: Not reportedly dead. It's going to be Yes, positive.
1: it is. Go online and look.
0: <laughs> the, the, the latest, latest version of it is, and both versions, even the version we were. Where uh, he said it was dead, basically said the Lakers can rekindle it by just coming in and starting
1: discussions. Again. Nothing's dead until not, nothing's dead until the trade deadline. But here's the
0: here's the whole point about this situation. You're talking about in the end, this is all going to come down to LeBron James and signing of the extension. Because if LeBron doesn't sign the extension, then Jeannie Bus is probably not going to give up the picks. If LeBron signs the extension, Jeannie will give up the picks. So we're at at one of those head-on collisions that
2: is going to determine
0: the future of the Lakers. Because frankly, if LeBron, I mean, Jeannie said before, if LeBron doesn't sign the extension, we're still going to presume that he's going to be a Laker.
1: That's right. And I
0: think that would be a foolish move at that point in time. If he doesn't sign the extension to help the team win, my attitude would be, let's see what we can get with him. So I think that yeah, there's never,
1: no, no, no but that's that's not the I,
0: I don't think it, we're gonna. When you get into these chicken situations with a guy who is 38 years old at the end of his career, okay, who doesn't right. want to move move from Los Angeles, he's there for business right. reasons. Right. he's he doesn't want to start over somewhere else. He'll right. he talk about it with Bronnie and so forth, uh, but he's not really gonna do that. Just like when just like when he was asked by. Uh, by Pat Riley to take less than the full salary. He just ignored him and didn't even respond. That was something that was just not even under question. You don't even ask that. That's like, it's like asking a woman her age. And they're going to give LeBron
1: the max. They absolutely can as they should. And they have to. And and
0: so I don't, what it comes down to, and to me is that, I mean, I, I, what is the odds that LeBron is going to say, I'm not going to sign an extension because those are the odds of, a deal not getting made to move russell westbrook in my opinion i
1: I think that i think that you have to take it it's it's funny because i agree with everything you say but rather than see it as a reason to trade russell especially when you throw the picks in i'm fine with trading russell without the picks trade russ if you can without the picks that's a smart basketball move and if you can't do it then you're you remember the genie tweet, which everybody thought was a veiled shot at LeBron. I thought it was more of a veiled shot at Rob Palenka. I thought it was more of a veiled shot at the fan base because she can't live just now. She is. This, she's like. She's like mm-hmm. Gandalf. She has to. She has to save yeah. Middle Earth for the future. I, I, I
0: see Exactly what you're saying, and I agree.
1: She can't. She can't she has to look forward five years and say, Well, what are we the, doing the in five years? The reference to and what then she's she gonna look at LeBron about. and she's gonna say this, you shall sign. And that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, that's she, what will happen.
0: In the end, in the end, that conversation, that that tweet, the fact that she referred to things she can't talk about, and the only thing right now that she can't talk about is LeBron's extension. That's why it's pretty surely pegged as being something aimed at LeBron and you know it it's funny it to me that that the reason that I'm at 25 percent on LeBron not signing the extension and this whole thing crashing is that I can't understand why they're even having this discussion of course you talk about that extension with LeBron under you know in your own office without you know broadcasting it to anybody it's ridiculous that you wouldn't. Why would you act like we're going to follow the rules and we're not even going to talk about this extension, even though the future of the Lakers, the deals we're going to make, the players we're going to draft, the players we're going to trade for are all going to be dependent upon that. And yet we're going to follow the rules and avoid tampering. We're going to do it like honest gentlemen. That's right. This That's is exactly the team that took the PPP. You know, I mean, come on, be serious. So what does that mean? They if they can't be not talking, then they're talking, which means LeBron hasn't told them what he's going to do. Which means LeBron's probably told them, "Get Kyrie, and I'll sign." And maybe that's the reason why they're exactly where they are right now. Aside from the fact that you know, listen, any, I hate the idea of us returning to a big three model. I really dislike Kyrie Irving as a person. Okay. I love him as a basketball player, but I just like him as a person. And I also think that you got three guys now who need the ball again. Miles Turner doesn't need the ball, neither does Buddy heel. You know, there's a lot to say about that operation. I mean, my head tells me you have to get Kyrie Irving if you get the opportunity to do it, because that's the best shot for the championship. But my heart tells me you've written 250 articles asking the Lakers to trade for Miles Turner. So, I'm going to write 251, and I just wrote one today. You know, Miles Turner is the – could Miles Turner be the key to the Lakers unleashing the best of Anthony Davis? He'll he'll help Anthony Davis stay healthy. He'll create spacing for Anthony Davis to attack the rim. He'll give the Lakers elite 48 minutes of rim protection. And he'll let Anthony Davis be the wingstopper that he should be because that's what we really need from him.
2: I do think it's funny, though, that (laughs) great comments, by the way, by everybody in the comment in the chat room. You guys are are awesome. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Hope all is well, my friend. I do like petting my cats comment applied for that. The Lakers applied for a PPP loan to pay Caruso's luxury tax. But they had to give it thought, back. So it's yes, like, hey, yes, Jeff Grease says, Bus Family gave back the PPM. Yeah, I know after it went public. Yeah, we have, believe me, Jeff, we have touched on it on more than one occasion <laughs> here. I was actually, when I first found out about it, I was absolutely livid on this show. I know Joe's gone off on it. I know I have gone off on it specifically. I think it's horrible that they did that. I think it's, it's just disgusting that a, that a team that, as Joe says, and I say, and I'm pretty much forced to tell you, is worth six. Possibly seven billion dollars would even stoop that low. Plus five point 5. five billion. Third yeah, you place. think? You think right now, if you and I and Jamie were to buy the Lakers, we would offer just five point six billion dollars, baloney. We would have to offer at least seven before we get this in the I'm door. Looking for, hold on, I'm looking for my wallet, Joe. Give me there. Some. You go. Okay, it's it's in the count The change. Check the change in the couch. Yeah, there you go. Love those comments. I do want to mention that. Petting my cat with a healthy AD and LeBron, I don't think it matters whether it's Kyrie or Buddy and Turner. I'm if me okay. If you have a choice and you're willing to give up the picks and you are going to give up the picks, and both Brooklyn is on one end and indiana's on the other, they're both deciding. Hey, we'll make the deal with you if you just go ahead and do it. I would probably get with Kyrie though. Wait a minute,
0: who do we get with Kyrie?
2: Uh, You would well. I mean, it doesn't matter if you get Joe Harris or Seth Curry. Either one or both would be great as far as adding a shooter on. I I personally prefer Joe just because I think on the defensive end he gives you a little bit more than Seth Curry does. Seth Curry because of the size, getting twenty five million in taxes. Oh well, you know, (laughs) as we as petting my cat said, just apply for a PPP loan. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ethan says Lakers should accept Cavalier trade offer of Lavert Markin and two first round picks for LeBron. (laughs) I love how that one's gotten more and more, uh, uh, I guess, uh, impetus on that. As far as that, I don't think that would be a good trade at all for the Lakers. But I think that I want to mention before we go ahead and just finish up and wrap up stuff with going on with Russell Westbrook and also cover Austin Reeves' nickname. I do want to mention some good comments by Blue Magic, Jamie. I agree with what you're saying, but overlooking that we're dependent on LeBron and Clutch. They're effectively running the franchise. We have to appease, unfortunately, LeBron uh, because the depleted resources, but we knew that going in. Again, the the trade for AD, I know a lot of people like to argue this act. I know if our, Joe's argued with this, but I think we're seeing the fallout from the Anthony Davis trade, but it got us a title. So I'm never going to argue with it. Never going to argue with that trade at all, what the Lakers did in order to get that. But Joe and I have gone around and around on that before. Uh, I know Jeff Green is uh, basically, you guys have been awesome in the chat. I just truly appreciate it. But Ox1947 is looming around the chat board. Ox1947 says value doesn't have to be liquid. If you know how many works, you should be able to do anything financially when you have a product worth $7 billion. I agree with you, Joe. I absolutely agree. Uh, I think that's something that, you know, when you've got that much money, you should be able to take care of Jerry West and you should not be uh, having to go ahead and apply for a PPP PPP loan. So just that simple, just that simple. But guys, any last thoughts on the Russell Westbrook saga? I mean, Laker Tom, you were on the air the first time I covered this and I was livid. I was red in the face and you can see it on YouTube and Facebook. I was livid. I was I was mad, and I was incensed that the Lakers would stoop that that to to those levels of doing. Because there are uh, small businesses, mom and pop businesses that were their very survival was dependent on those PPP loans, and to have the Lakers go ahead and do that was just shameful. But let's get back on track with the Russell Westbrook saga. Any last thoughts on Russell Westbrook saga before we talk Austin Reeves and we head on out?
0: I've always been a, a really good salesperson, and I've always found ways to. Almost argue any point, and uh, and I always love ideas that are out of the box. But one of the things that's kind of interesting about this entire thing, and I've I've surmised this several times, was I wonder if the Lakers, all of this drama that we're seeing being created from the Lakers, Genie uh, Bus not wanting to Genie co- Bus coming off as cheap and and making these very moves. There's a part of me that almost wonders when I look at the job that Rob Polinka did in the search for a new coach and the hiring of, of Darvin Ham, who I think is going to be terrific. I wonder if at that point in time, the Lakers sort of saw that they were doing some things that were like shooting themselves in the foot. And I'm almost thinking that they said, you know what? It may be good if people think that we are shooting ourselves in the foot. It may be good if they think that we're not gonna give up those two picks because it'll make it easier to negotiate for Rob Palenka if he if we create the impression that Jeannie Buss is a cheap skate owner who's not willing to put up the money. And yet, when I think of all of the flack that she got from the Alex Caruso decision, she may have second guessed herself because what she did say when you listen to those things that her last comments about the picks is. We're not going to give up those two picks unless it gives us a chance to win a championship. I've been one of those people that part of me is wondering whether or not Rob Vileka has done just a fabulous job of positioning the Lakers for what was going to be a very difficult task to try to move Russell Westbrook and bring back a couple of Rotation players, two or three rotation players that can replace that $47 million and break it up into you know, movable packages and so forth and multiple players that can, can be in the rotation. And if he can pull off either trade, and frankly, if he can pull off either trade and still end up with a pick, he might be the executive of the year next year. That's very possible. On the other hand... <laughs> just so that Gerald won't fall off his chair. I almost uh, did. <laughs> on the other but, but think about it. Think if he did pull that off and whatever trade they did worked and they won a championship. This are big stakes, but I mean just to show you how close it is. He could get Kyrie Irving and Kyrie could be worse than Westbrook was. You know, we could be in a major COVID thing, LA shuts down entirely and we end up playing the Raptors in the playoffs anyone Kyrie couldn't play in any game. I mean, Kyrie any, is
2: the ultimate gamble.
0: He is the ultimate gamble. And and as I said, my head says, my head says Kyrie, but my heart says Turner.
2: I would say Kyrie only for the fact that he is in a contract year. If he wasn't in the contract year, all bets are off, but oh he's my in God, contract year. we might
0: sign him up for three or four more years.
2: Well, somebody, if he, even <laughs> if he doesn't work out, he would want to go ahead and at least play to the level, even if the team does poorly and he plays well, yeah. He could align himself a contract somewhere with the Lakers or someone else because he would be an unrestricted free agent next summer. So that's something again. He is playing for the rest of his career if he wants it. I mean, you know, maybe maybe season. he's
0: there's another there's another little strain in here that that also I've heard mentioned by a couple of people. And that is maybe this whole push of the Lakers of being cheap and not wanting to sign anybody up is so that they have the cap space to sign. Kyrie as a free agent next year that they're they're actually thinking of it from that standpoint.
2: Yeah. But even if that's the case, will LeBron be here? Will he sign the extension? you make, he can, he can out him, you know, he can go out. He can escape his contract next season. If he wants to go. Well, he's, this is his last year. Yeah. I mean, he's got a player option for next season, so and you know he's going to exit out of it, either yeah, which and way. Gini, if he doesn't and Genie and Rob is
0: saying that they're not going to sign any contracts that go longer than LeBron's contract. Well, there you go. All right, setting yourself for, but, for the future. The be. truth of the matter is that is the perfect negotiating stance to take. I mean, I've done <sighs> this before on jobs I've had where it's the boss upstairs that says, I can't give you that raise, man. I can't, you know, I can't give you that contract. We're going to change to this vendor. It's all because of the guy, the board of directors is basically what I used to tell them. And so it's it's the same thing as any job, you know. You see the same thing happen, I'm sure, in, in the university setting that you are, Jamie. Yes. Uh, I mean, sometimes. I,
2: well, I will say that the, the chat room has just been awesome. You guys are having a great conversation, <laughs> especially about, yeah, I know back and forth. I will say that the logo is getting his revenge on the Lakers and J.J. Redick because he uh, <laughs> actually got his revenge on J.J. Redick and his comments in regards to the older generations of players that he made recently. So kudos to Jerry West on that, and I believe that, that yes. Was a made, take. That was a brutal takedown of J.J. That was a great – yeah, I mean, I think it's justified. I think it was I worth it because that. of – you know, I mean, you cannot – it's really so hard to look at those different – generations because of the different types of athleticism the different ways that they were playing basketball just the whole different i mean from now to then to even just 10 years ago yeah it's just i don't know it just really is just a conversation yeah, you'd rather see things
0: like the nba giving the aba players additional medical care and so forth yeah in respecting the fact that these are the guys that pioneered the entire league that these they should be giving a lot play more play. i thought that how was still
2: you, how can you throw those small guys small. under the bus the way that jj reddick did that was well you see baseball sure you see you see baseball and uh, the commissioner saying that $14,000 a year is a living wage for minor right. leaguers so yeah that's great yeah that's awesome mm. yeah not being totally sarcastic when i say that that's terrible you live in an there I mean, yeah, it's just disgusting that you would go oh, at a, a sport that generates so many billions of dollars, pay your minor leaguers so little, especially like you said with the NBA, and they have not really taken care of the, the historical players from the ABA that are still alive. I think it's like somewhere around 150, I think that's still alive, that you should be taking care players of. Players must be independent the contractors
0: are. Then, under the law, I guess, yeah. huh? rather yeah. than employees.
2: Yes, I believe that's. Uh, I'm sounding like that. That's the case, but I know it just yeah. it's uh, it just it's just tragic that that it took so long to go ahead and take care of these great players from the ABA, and then and you they can you were, imagine being one of those guys and, on the minor and leaguers? You're, yeah, you're
0: living on Social Security, yeah. and you hear that
2: oh, the Dennis Schroeder turned down eighty
0: million dollars. <laughs> yeah,
2: wow. Well, now you like ten times the player that Dennis Schroeder could ever be. Dennis Schroeder's trying to get back in the league. Who knows? Maybe with the Lakers. The Lakers for the minimum, I'm sure. But before we head on out, guys, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I'm here with Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friend, Mr. Joe Sorrell, Ox1947 from LakersBall.com. He's in the chat room along with some great people over there. Blue Magic, Jeff Green. Guys have been sensational. Petting my cat. Awesome as well. Even Ethan dropping a note on there as well. This guy's been so great on the chat room. We truly appreciate being an active part of the Lakers fast break community. And again, as Josh was requesting, we're going to try and do a little bit more as far as early times. We're going to try and schedule out things more. I know that was said at the beginning of the podcast. We're going to try and see if we can schedule things out more, try to see if we can go ahead and make, make the Lakers fast break part of your week. I'm going to try and get Sean on maybe on Streamyards. Maybe that'll help his connection a little bit better, but, Guys, before we head on out, I wanted to go ahead and talk about Austin Reeves. He's ditching his AR-15 moniker. He's ditching his Hillbilly Kobe moniker. He's looking for a new nickname. I know he's working hard. I know he's going ahead and and trying to do what he can to develop his game even further. I think the next two years will dictate what kind of career he's going to have, whether he's going to be a long-term mainstay or if he just capitalized on a really terrible team last year. Your thoughts, Jamie, on a nickname for Austin Reeves before we head on out.
1: Well, I came up with one pretty quick. Uh, I thought it well, was <laughs> I, I, scary. I, no, no. I, it was like two days ago when he, when the news dropped or whatever. And it's one that I thought fit him for a number of reasons. One, his style of play. It's uh, it's from a movie that's about, you know, the middle of America where, where, where he's from. It just seemed to fit
2: in my mind. And
1: that is True
2: Grit. Oh, there you go. I'm just picturing Jeff Bridges there. <laughs> That's his accent. Yeah, exactly. You just,
1: want to, you just want to see Austin Reeves do this all game long. like. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay. There you go, indeed. But Laker Tom, any thoughts on the Austin Reeves nickname? He looks like he needs help. So he's it's a, tough, tough it's a tough
0: one, especially when you
2: had when you had,
0: you know, a natural with the AR and the 15. How about Austin Powers? <laughs> I like that a lot. Groovy, baby.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It it, It doesn't really fit him. Why not? Can I play
1: basketball, baby? Can I shoot a three? (laughs) Good point. It'll be interesting.
0: You know, the thing about Austin Reeves that that I find fascinating is figuring out how, where he's going to be in the roster next year. You know, where's he going to be in the depth chart? We were so low on people that play point guard that he was like the backup point guard last year. Um, we hopefully we'll end up... I mean, I think a lot of these scenarios, if we get Kyrie, Kyrie's point guard. If we if we get Turner and Heal, then then none is probably the point guard.
2: Yeah, and that's then, what I was
0: suggesting you know, in the comments. Probably in that case, it's probably the backup. But if we got Kyrie, none might be the backup. And then where's Reeves go? Because he is the backup at shooting guard, but behind yield or behind De'Aris. But then you've also got the guy that we signed,
1: Lonnie Walker, the fourth.
0: Yeah, Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Um, Walker shot 36% from three (laughs) the second half of the season, and he's really athletic. He is an athletic player.
2: He plays better than his size. So it's going to be interesting seeing what happens. I love how you focus in on the backside instead of what the 28% that he shot for most of the season, plus his career averages are not that hot either.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because I think he's going to get easier shots. Glass half full, shooting. glass half empty. Yeah. Listen,
2: no, look at this tiny is, little is, box. Is, is
0: he going to be one of the guys that comes here to shoot less or one of the few who come here and shoot better? You know what, Joe's, theory,
2: Joe's theory works pretty good as far as the lights and, you know, it's with the Lakers. So. Listen,
0: there are, there are definitely a difference between the guys who shoot career 38 to 42%, you know. Those are elite shooters. And then there's the guys that shoot 35 to 37%. Those are good shooters. Take the shot, man. You're going to take the shot. Then you got the guys who are the 30 to 34%. That's the LeBrons usually, although he, he moved up to the second group this year. But those are the guys who, okay, if you only take a few shots, that's okay. Or if you're one of the guys who can get really hot and hit five or six in a row, that's okay too. But you know, statistically... You
2: well, guys
0: say, who shoot 30% and below who shouldn't even be shooting the shot, but still take them.
2: You know, statistically, LeBron, it was the best shooter for the Lakers. last Yeah, year. I know.
0: <laughs> Except that now, and now, uh, now with the new lineup, he's not the best shooter because I think that, I think then somebody shoot better than he did.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. Other people that are on the team now, he was statistically the best oh, shooter right. last year. If yeah, you're not well, counting none, because none didn't play last right, year. I right, mean, counting right. the year before, that's a different scenario for none. But, yeah, it just it's not great what you see. Nothing stands out. Nothing. No, what out. they did
0: is they, 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 they used the free agency and the draft entirely on players for their player development staff. And the whole idea was that the two or three players they would get from the trade of Westbrook and THT and the two draft picks those would give us three or four shooters and that's ideally what they're going to do. We'll get out of that. The problem is, is if we, you know, if we trade, if we trade two picks, then you got a hard problem of getting rid of THC T because you're not you to trade all- him for somebody like, like the guy from New York, uh, Redding, reddish, who's only making like six or $7 million or go up for a $13 million guy and trade him for, for, uh, Patrick Beverly. Who would be an excellent addition? You know, I'd, I'd love to see Beverly on the Lakers. I've I've given up the whole fact that I can't stand his guts, and I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I yeah, he's one of the most players that I hate in the league. I just hate that bullshit that he pulls all the time. But with
1: that
0: stuff. But he's a sorry Gerald. <laughs> but he's a great. But he's but he is a pesky defender. He's the kind of guy if you ever played point guard, you hate. You just do not want to play against a guy like that.
2: Kids at home don't swear. Yes yes cole swider please help us i i know i I think the uh, expectations for cole swider i mean i i really think because of the fact that austin reeves played so well last year for the lakers i think that people are expecting cole swider to do the same i just let the kid play if he can if he can make the shots just let him play and let him develop i think that you're asking a lot for him to go ahead and Excel under the same circumstances that Austin Reeves did. But Jamie, any last thoughts on Austin? No, I was going to say something out?
1: about Austin Reeves that kind of gets glossed over a lot. Is he had a big rookie rookie wall last season? Uh, he was really a lot better at the beginning of the season than he was towards the end. Came on, you know, like the last I think five seven games played okay, but his impact early on was a lot better than it was later on. And the same thing that that one of the one of the problems I've had with ThT from, from year one was. You know, you did, did, or really year two, year one, he came in and just played well against the Rockets in the bubble. That was basically all he did. Year two was when he had a great summer league and he blew up in training camp. And it was like, oh, here comes this future all-star and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, give the league three months. The rest of the coaching staffs around the league three months and they'll shut his, they'll shut about 80% of his game down. And then let's see, what adjustment Taylen Horton-Tuffer can make. I'm still waiting for that adjustment.
2: Well, he's yeah, the made, he's he's made zero team. adjustments to his game. And it I'm going to really say the same weather thing weather about weather. Austin
1: Reeves. I'm going to say the same thing about Austin Reeves, which is he had a great start to his career. And let's see what his adjustments are. It sounds like he's put on some muscle. That's a good place to start. That's a good place to start because he's going to get knocked down. He yeah. can't live on the perimeter. He has to be able to take it inside. So, honestly, his role on the team, if you want me to say that right now, is impossible to say, because we, we, the, every everybody who he succeeded under last year, except for Phil Handy, and uh, I forget the other guy who made it from the coaching staff, is gone. The rest of them are gone. Penberthy.
2: Penberthy. Penberthy made it? No. No, I think he's left. No, I, I'm no, talking what? about who left. Who left? No, no, mean, no, no. Fiz everybody Dale left. And, yeah, for yeah.
1: Handy and one other guy. I forget the other guy's Oh, I, I know what
2: you're talking about. Yeah.
1: The other so. developmental coach. Point being is that, listen, if we're talking about the impact that Austin Reeves is going to have on our season, we're talking about the wrong thing. Austin Reeves is not going to save the Lakers season. Austin Reeves is not going to give us a shot at the playoffs. Neither is Cole Swider. Neither is Max Christie. Neither is Scottie Pippen Jr. None of these guys are going to be the guys that are saving the Lakers season. There are two people who can save the Lakers seasons, and their names are LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and it ends there. It well, there's three. There. There's doesn't three matter who people, you there's I
2: there. don't know. Joe's saying Cole Swider like me, Cole Swider, help us. <laughs> there's three. Russell
0: Westbrook. He has to be gone. If That's still not gonna here, happen. If he's okay. still here, we are no, we're not gonna win a championship.
2: All right, last question. We're gonna win a championship next year anyway. <laughs> All right, last question, guys, before we head on out, and that's from Jim, Jim Paulson. Thanks so much for watching, especially everybody in the chat room, everybody in our audience. Thank you so much for watching. But the last question we're going to hit up before we head on out is, if we don't acquire Kyrie and LeBron doesn't sign an extension, are the Lakers 2022-23 season doomed? I'm going to start with you, Tom, on that one, because you've been very clear on that. No, because
0: it's time to tank for Victor –
2: Wembeana. 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 yes,
1: okay. I, gonna say, video. I video, thought you were going to see Victor Oladipo, and I was like, oh my god!
0: And he's going to be—he is going to be something else,
2: man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, that we've, if you've seen already the video on the absolutely, I agree. Yes.
0: But seriously, we do have our twenty-three picks. so why not, man? Trade LeBron. Trade AD. Let's see how many draft picks we can pull in, and we'll, you know, I mean, that's fine with me. I had, fun, you... I had fun during the, the baby Lakers period. if you just think... hope that I don't die before, you know, I hope they get a championship before
2: I die of old age. And I'm <laughs> not a young chicken here. No comment on that. But I okay. will say that <laughs> if the Lakers do not get that extension from LeBron and it really does not look good, are starting to go ahead and peel off like it was last season, then I think you need to make some quick, hard choices and trading LeBron and AD would be amongst those choices. The amount of draft picks and compensation and players and draft picks you could get back. We've seen what Gobert can get. You don't think LeBron and AD hasn't gotten. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. That's the problem that's yeah but people start getting desperate during the course of the season if that happens so we'll see we'll see but jamie any thoughts on that last comment before we head on out
1: um no i mean there's no that listen everything's wide open nobody expected nobody expected the boston celtics to win the nba finals last year there's so much time there's so very much time right now um we're, we're 20 days away from LeBron being able to sign his extension, right? Like August 4th. <laughs> we're like See, 10 days away, right? 10
2: days away, yes. 10
1: days away. So that's a, a lifetime, a lifetime of sifting through all these news reports and inside sources. And, and possible seismic shifts. And seismic shifts. Well, those happen? Listen, KD. Hey, listen,
0: Jamie, You were you were spot on at the start of the season. I didn't you, think I. I remember listen. you saying specifically that you know I thought it was going to be game, you Can't predict is that some crazy thing might happen, and all of a sudden the Lakers have an opportunity to trade Russell
1: Westbrook. I know, I know, but it hasn't happened because and, and you know was, okay, it's a lot of things I didn't I didn't I didn't list. Uh, well, I did list uh, Utah blowing it up. I think on one of my uh. uh I did list Utah blowing it up as one of my seismic potentialities. I thought it would be Dame requesting a trade, not KD. <laughs> uh, Dame comes out and and pulls a uh, pulls a Giannis and says, I, "It wouldn't mean as much yeah. to win somewhere else. I want to win here in Portland, or I'll go out the way I go out, and I respect that." People like to say I, you know, I'm a glass half whatever or. <laughs> I'm a pessimist. What do you um, mean? People like to say Laker Tom is that. Yeah, people? yeah. <laughs> this, this, this. Uh, where is he? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, how do I get my hand over there? there. Oh, it's, there is. it's the oh, other right. way. Yeah, there you go. You did, right right did it. You're doing it right. This there. guy right here likes to call There's me there. all sorts of names. Glass half empty. fist bump. Fist bump.
2: I'm bumped, fist, firmly fist grounded fist in
1: reality. Fist bump. He wants to fist fist bump you Come fist on. Bump. Jamie, fist bump. Yeah. Other fist way, other there way. You there you go. go. There, there you go. You go. go. No, right, I love right. Lakerton. People think, oh, you don't like Laker Tom. I love Laker Tom. Laker Tom's got a very they wouldn't have team. dealt
2: with each other people for all these years if they didn't like That's right. each other.
1: That's right. It's like a it's like a marriage, only we're very far away from one another. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is there's so much time. There's so much time. And so you can't give up. You you know it's easy to look at all this negative energy that's out there. And it's just
0: basketball, guys. And it's just that's right. And it is not the war in Ukraine. It's not.
1: It's not COVID nineteen. It's basketball. It's basketball, and this too shall pass. So I will say this: that you know, let's say, let's just say, LeBron on August fourth says, "I want Russ off the team." Let's just. Say he's actually bold enough to come out and throw a teammate under the bus like that, which he is not known to do. Or well, he could say it privately. He could say he could tell Genie that Yeah, but it'll it'll allow. It's the Lakers. It'll out. I'll
0: sign he could simply say I'll sign an extension as soon as you trade Russ. I mean, that might be what it is. That would clarify things for everybody.
1: That would clarify things for everybody, uh the the news media included. So I, I don't think we're gonna see anything happen until august 4th yeah. probably august 5th oh, yeah. or 6th to be honest so buckle up ignore the bs don't swear kids and viva nacho libre
2: we have a lot twitter from... every
1: five minutes just in case and uh yeah. I, I i think i just want to say that i thought my gandalf reference was probably uh one of the better references i've ever come up with uh, on your show gerald so thank you for allowing me to do that no problem. I'll, I'll take the chip every time, too, Gerald. I'll take yes. the chip every time. I mean, people call it still a bubble championship. I don't care. Who uh, cares? The, yeah. People say the same thing about the San Antonio Spurs 50 win uh, in, in 1999 2000. Yeah. I'll take that too. That was yeah. fine. Still counts as a banner. Uh, up you got to be good and you got to be
0: lucky. You yep. can't win if 100%. you're not.
1: Full. You got to agree. Both are true. So yeah. listen, don't give up hope, Laker faithful. It's going to be fine. Either we're going to be really good this year or we'll be kind of terrible. So,
2: you know. And if that's the case, they're just going to make some trades. They're going to get a lot of people out of town. They're going to bring a lot of resources back in. And the future will be bright one way or the other. Because you still, again, if LeBron doesn't want to be there, he'll ask to be traded. The Lakers will accommodate and the Lakers will get stuff back. They may not get back what, you know, right now what Brooklyn is asking for Durant, which is asking for the entire farm and then some. Yeah. But still, they're going to be able to get a lot of assets. If AD wants to go back to Chicago or somewhere else, mm-hmm. hey. they're you know, I are just going got, go I ahead just got a great thought.
0: I wonder how many draft picks the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to offer whoever wins the draft lottery.
2: <laughs> that should be
0: something. I mean, can you imagine to get yep. well, That's what they've been waiting for. Nobody, I mean, nobody will got, trade. They have 31 first-round draft picks. We're going to give you 10 first round draft picks. Take your pick. Here's our
2: here's our portfolio of draft picks. Take, tra- uh, take which 10 you want. I don't know. Victor Remiana, he, he's a one of a kind. If you've seen him play, he could be a one of a kind on that. He could I be know, that next big thing. You never know. We, nobody Scoot Henderson, Scoot Henderson as also.
0: Picks as, they've come, as they've accumulated in Oklahoma City.
2: Do not sleep what on Scoot is. Henderson. Do nope. not sleep on Scoot Henderson as well. This is going yeah. to be a really good draft next year. People got to start keeping aware of it, especially yep. if the Lakers' season goes south. Indeed, but yeah, this is, you, see, this is the pick that I might prefer to keep rather than the 2007 or nine. All depending pick. on where the Lakers are at. But again, everybody out there in the chat room, you've been sensational. Maybe I we treat. ought to keep
0: Russ if we're going to tank. Yeah. Might be a good way
2: to... Oh, I was going to say Utah should be interested in him if they really want to tank. If they go ahead and make him the starting point goner to the team, anything is possible indeed. But I will say that again... And he guys, has a
1: resurgent season.
2: <laughs> all right, fair enough. Danny but- Hange goes like this. No! <laughs> But it is the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone that's out there in the chat room always being a part of it. We truly appreciate all the feedback, all the questions, all the stuff that we've been getting, emails, everything that's gone on. We cannot thank you enough for being a part of it. Again, if you want to get a hold of us, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, Lakers Fast Break on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Like our Facebook page. I drop the latest news and information on the Lakers right there. But, again, we truly appreciate you being a part of it. If you have any questions for us, again, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. But for Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom of Lakerholics.com, be part of the conversation there Lakerholics.com. Joe Sorrell, Ox1947, in right there for you, the comments. He is available at LakersBall.com. I'm going to go ahead and try and get shows this week for more of Sean Grice, hopefully on a better frequency. We can try and go ahead and do that. Also, as well, trying to get the Nighthawks return for Joe Sorrow And also, as well, see if I can – Yes, Kaka indeed fit in Laker Tom as well. See what we can go ahead and do. But it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate it. Jim, thank you so much for the kind words. Tr- appreciate everyone out there that was part of our great comments today. You guys have been awesome. Our, our thanks to you for making this happen For as far as you liking us, you watching us, you following us. And hopefully you'll continue to go ahead and subscribe to us. And if you haven't on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. All right, Jamie, we got a request. You got a request. Play us out, my friend, right here at the Lakers Fastbreak Podcast.